on the last episode of So Good We Named It. Yes, in the Golden Girls Kitchen, live! I'm Barrett. And I'm Kay. And thank you so much for joining us. This is nice. Intimate setting, some might say.
like to know what it's like to play for the Boston Celtics? Sure. But all in all, I'm pretty happy with my life. But that was just the cutest little suit I've ever seen. I think that he was okay until we realized that he was going to discriminate against her because of religion. What happened? Because he was Jewish. Um, he could have asked her to convert. He didn't even give her, give her a chance. She might have wanted to. People do that. I mean, I guess. And he just was like, nope, sorry, it's over. Okay. Cool. I feel like that's something you should have mentioned initially. Why are we even here? Like, have your first date at the synagogue. Like, just bring the ice. You can't bring that up weeks in if it's a deal breaker for you, you know? I mean, I, don't, I didn't have a whole lot of deal breakers, and I was in for a husband. I was like, just saying that I can get. But, no, you know, I, I mean, you know, it's like that sometimes. I ain't getting no younger. I'm not doing that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Follow Mandy Loves Makeup on Instagram. Yeah. All your makeup needs. Wonderful. Um, but I love it. I live for Mandy. Would you like to marry you? You know what? Because well, let me tell you what. I, I feel like I told Mandy this already. Mandy, if Mandy was on my team, Mandy would be my husband. I'll have all Mandy babies. I'm just telling you. I'm just trying to take my husband. No, but I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. That's why she's saying. got the cat suit on. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. I'm just saying. Trying to entice him. I'm just saying. I ain't saying nothing. I'm just saying. Okay. Who's right? Um, but yes, Rose and Johnny Newman, another chop. Mm. Who's the guy with the uh, buzz? Buzz. No kidding. Buzz is here too. He was also like, I know this is Rose we're talking about. Where the hell is she getting these men? She has some of the worst options out of anybody on the show. Like, they were yeah. just some losers. And they were really good. Where did she end up with mine? Okay, so Miles. Is the worst. He's not the cheese man. The cheese man was looking for him. Mm. So okay. So are you Miles? Are you Arnie? Mm. Are you Nicholas Carbone? Mm. Are you Samuel Plankmaker? Mm. Who are you? Who is the real? He was the in real witness Miles protection. Sega? He was in witness protection and stuff. Then why was his daughter there? Was she also in witness protection? Yeah. Yeah, to keep up the facade. Or the facade, as some of us like to say. <laughs> but spoiler alert, he has an affair on Golden Palace and gets engaged to another woman named Fern. He had a thing with flower names, I guess, I don't know. And then he wants, he ends up getting married in the hotel that Rose owns. Again, should have not gone to show. Because I ain't gonna have an affair and then get married in my hotel. And she thought that he was about to propose to her, if I recall correctly. Mm -hmm. And he didn't even come see the hotel for like three months. Mm -hmm. And they were together for years. Mm -hmm. Men are really just the worst. Mm -hmm. And he did it like it was nothing. Those that it does not apply to, they know it doesn't apply to them. Right. But the rest of them, mm -hmm. Rose just really had the worst luck and I feel like she wasted her life. Some people feel like Nobody you, you waste. Not our whole life, but some people feel like you waste your time in bad relationships. Other people feel like you learn a lesson. I feel like you learn a lesson because while you're in it, it's not necessarily time wasted, but once it's over, you learn and you don't do that again. You can learn a lot of important lessons, like mm -hmm. how much cyanide you can use before it's detectable. Wow. And that's people do some stuff to you, you know, sometimes. This is a skill. I'm just saying she should have done something to Miles. She didn't do anything. She didn't even cuss them out. She just was like, oh, why are you going to she cussed when she's being competitive. Mm -hmm. Oh, when she was uh, uh, off her pills. Oh, when she was off those pills, she was really about to tear that house up. Mm -hmm. She was addicted. She was the first person to be part of the opioid epidemic, clearly, because she was having a fix up in that house. She's only been taken for 30 years. Yeah, for a whole yeah. back injury. Mm -hmm. 
She ruined it for everybody. I like a nice blanket. If it's prescribed, you know. That's why they give you extras. They never gave me extra blanket. Oh, I stretch them out. But this is a skit as well. But also, what happened? This is terrific. Oh my God. What is with people in that episode? That is just the dumbest thing to me. I did not care for him too much. A lot of people don't like that episode. And then, what was the time where she said, all right, that's enough. Oh, on Golden Palace. Rose hit Dorothy with the newspaper on Golden Palace. She got her revenge. But overall, I think, right now, with the running, we're still saying Dorothy has the best guy options. So if we go to Blanche. Blanche had the guy with the check. Well, he had money, but he was never there. So? I mean, it would be But a lot of people, you know, that's not okay. You want your partner to be there. The money is not enough. It would make me feel a little better, you know. Okay. Well, do you want to cry in a, in a 91 Pinto, or do you want to cry in a Mercedes? <laughs> I would prefer to cry in a Mercedes. And maybe, you know, wipe my tears with some dollar bills. Mm. But Blanche, I think, had the best options, but she also was the slut, so, you know. Mm. But what's the guy, um, Jake? People love Jake. Jake is just everybody's favorite. I mean, I know we're not the demographic that, you know, they're looking for. Like men in their 70s and the 80s are not really who we're looking at, so we have to look at it a little differently. Have you seen The Golden Bachelor? He looks pretty good. And he's like 70.
But he, I do think he really loved her. You didn't bring my plate. Oh. Okay. I'll get it myself. Maybe we can get Coco to bring it. <laughs> okay, let's see that. Oh, you need your, your fashion walk. Yeah, come Wait. Ahead, okay. Wait. Okay, don't look. I got to stuff my stomach. He's ready to see. That's your You can take that whole basket to your seat if you want to. Nobody else was looking at it. We are selling stickers. I designed them all intricately. Handmade, custom. I cut them myself. I don't have a cricket. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. So, he sent her a letter and he said, I really did care about you, Blanche. Oh. No. Aww. No. Okay. Okay. Guess not. I think I don't think he said that to the other women. He may have. He might have a whole, you know, letter he had already presented. Although Blanche falls very quickly, and she let me catch you up. Okay. So we're talking about Harry, who Blanche wanted to marry, who she knew for like a week, and I just don't think I found anyone this special since George. Okay, give it a rest. But he, was, he had multiple wives in multiple counties, and that was, you know, his one flaw, if you can even call his it that. His one flaw. You don't have to pay cash. We got a demo, cash out. But um, <laughs> I think that, yes, that's problematic. I don't condone his behavior by any means. I don't think it's acceptable. I'm just saying that he seemed like he did honestly care about her. But how much can you really care about somebody if you're married? If you love me, don't lie to me. That's true. But how many of all the men, you know, most of them were liars on the show, which often led to why they didn't stay together. Blanche and uh, Jerry Kennedy, I liked him. It's, I didn't like his mother. She was a bit much. You might know uh, the actress Meg Wiley. Uh, Check out on IMDb. She also played Candy. Jerry was the one whose mother smothered him. Yes, mm -hmm. and she played Myra. She had a lot of intense characters on the show, mm -hmm. but um, the issue with him was that his mother was still, you know, too involved. But then once he told her off, he decided to go back to Christina. Mm -hmm. That was the main issue. But again, he seemed okay up until then. I mean, he did with his mama girl, but like who that? to speak on that? Who wants to be with him? His mama. I mean, mm -mm. just because you're with someone that has an overbearing mother, that doesn't mean it can't work out. That absolutely means it can't work out because your mother-in-law is always going to be in your business. True, and she clearly didn't have any business of her own. She should have just found herself a man. Mm -hmm. We don't like Christina, remember? Mm -hmm. But I think that he was okay. Like, I, the bar is very low. The bar very, is subterranean. Okay, these are Golden Girl standards here. Mm -hmm. So by their standards, he was okay, I think. Okay. I mean, back then, that was the, the thing. Who was the guy that she took the little tiki place and she's like, oh, he made me feel like a lady. Was his name Jerry as well? He I know was the really tall guy, because yeah. he was wondering, she was wondering why he didn't want to have sex with her. Yes. What's his name? I think it was Jerry. Was I think it Jerry? Jerry? Mm -hmm. Let's just say it is. Who's going to correct it? Okay. So Jerry number two. Uh, he gave me serial killer vibes. Just a little bit, but I still liked him for her because, you know, it brought a different side of Blanche out, like a softer side. Come see the softer side of Blanche. <laughs> yes, true. 
only learning their esteem again. Mm. But Blanche wanted to see, you know, I'm trying not to be vulgar here, but you know, she wanted to see. She wants to see WTDLM, okay? That's an acronym, figure it out. She was trying to see what was going on, all right? And he didn't break her off a little something. Because, you know, I speak from experience in past endeavors. You get in there before you see what's going on and you check. Right. I mean, I like a nice Vienna sausage every now and then, but not every day. So she just wanted to see what was going on. Okay? She just wanted to see what was going on. He wouldn't break her off a little something, you know? And I think that he was slut-shaming her. He was not. He was. How was he slut-shaming? He was telling her how she was. Basically, oh, you know, you're not being a lady. I like to, to start slow and just have a Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it, but it's like he didn't approve of her tactics. His coloring crayon did not work. So you think that he was impotent? Speaking of impotent, Ernie. I don't think he was impotent. Going back to Rose for a second. That's what I, I mean. Some men might have a little more, you know, respect or whatever, but maybe he was impotent like Ernie and like Sam's brother. If he was really looking for a relationship, I'm not trying to just have sex with you. I'm trying to get to know you. So I'm studying throwing at me. I don't want it. Well, he also, for some context, he was recently widowed. Right, that's the key point. Is he still called widowed if you're a widower? Yes. Were you widowed? Recently, yeah, he's a widower. He's widowed, he's widowed. Yeah. Widow. And he hadn't been with anybody, that was like a high school sweetheart. So that's why he was nervous. Because Blaze is a lot. She took him to this tiki lounge where the bed came out the wall. Okay. Some lights came down, music started playing. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. And I think it was too much, he was intimidated. And then there was a guy that, um, when she was watching Little Oreo, mm. and she made him wear glasses like these, mm. because she didn't want him to know that she was a grandmother. She's grand, just grand. <laughs> I feel like he would have been okay, but again, serial killer vibes. Mm. He definitely was a serial killer. He was obsessed with her and that baby. You don't even know this one. He's like, oh, baby, one day they'll be grown for me. <laughs> My family of our own. Mm. Talk about Dateline Miami. Dateline NBC. Yeah. So I, I didn't like him. I wasn't a fan. I was glad he was gone. But it almost busted up her relationship with Becky, which was hanging onto a thread as it is because she wanted to control her so much. Who did you want to control me? Becky. Becky. Because okay. that's why uh, that's the start of the whole thing because she was babysitting little Oreo. Aurora, mama, Aurora. Mm -hmm. And then he thought that that was her baby. And then that's why he wanted to be with her. Like, why do you want to date a woman because she has a baby? That seems a little Captain Antonio. Oh, Captain Sabah. Yeah, well, that could be it too. I think, I don't know. I mean, maybe he just really wanted a family, but as a woman with children, let's say you were dating, and if a man, see, they loved him. They'd be like, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm not a man. If a man was like, oh, you have children? Bring them on our date. Maybe we can all be a family one day. Thank you. That is, if your son was like that, like when I was dating, and I would have students come back, I didn't even like them petting the cat. Don't pet my cat. You don't want my cat. And now he wants to be all in the baby space? No, I'm glad that didn't work out. Blanche had a couple of good options, but she really just wanted to, you know, have fun. Right. Mm -hmm. Until she found that love again. Now, Mel Bushman. Mel Bushman. Mm -hmm. 
He was a good option, but she wanted to make him something that he wasn't. He wasn't that kind of guy. He was the, hey, let's watch a movie and mm -hmm. not watch the movie kind right. of guy. Not let's spend $300 on a restaurant. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you have to know who you're dating, okay? Right. And as an expert oh, in you? relationships mm -hmm. with my marriage of all Where's two years, Where did you get um, reach for <laughs> Go ahead. The official sponsor is so good we named it. I think that sometimes you gotta meet people where they are. You do. Oh, so okay. if Mel Bushman, if you know he's not that kind of guy, you can't try to mold him into the kind of guy you want to have. But that's what you hope that they would be. Well, she. Should. But if more people would see them for who they are, not the potential that they have in some cases, then they would be honest. Potential can be a very uh, tricky, very tricky thing. You know, Alana, okay, been there. And then this guy, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, we are now looking at a scene from the Murder Mystery episode, which is the highest rated Golden Girls episode on IMDb. One of my favorites, I love it. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, it's not like it. It's fun. It is fun. I jinx it. Ashley's not entertained. She's like, eh, forget that. But I feel like this was manipulative. First of all, that was her boss. Workplace harassment. Did he not watch the seminars or anything? So you're in a powerful position over this person, and you're sleeping with her, you're sharing a room, essentially, and then you make your dad or whatever, which, you know, that's kind of weird too, but not appropriate. And it didn't really go anywhere after that. See, Posey McGlynn wearing uh, Rosa's sister Holly's outfit, trying to shoot Dorothy, and nobody jumped in to try to save her. It was just gonna like, Dorothy get her head blown off, <laughs> but that was a toxic relationship. Most of their relationships were toxic. Mm -hmm. What name a healthy one? Because um, if you can't, they were typically the opposite. Charlie Nyland is probably the best out of all. Although, did he have sex with that girl in that barn, or did they just sleep? Because Ooh, he, when there was a story where she said that he his car broke down, so he had to stay in a barn, and the mm -hmm. barn said, "Okay, but you have to sleep with my daughter." Mm. But was it sleeping? Or right, was it like sleeping, concubine type of situation. <laughs> but he was probably the best because their husbands sucked. Sal Petrillo, Sal, Sal was the worst. They had the pizza condition. He lost that gambling. He was problematic as far as his rendering of his children. He was not there for Dorothy Little's Pomoni face. Mm -hmm. And but wasn't he working? He just wasn't not there. He was working here or there. But remember when they, they, they somebody had a little monkey mm -hmm. that they would have dance with a, a organ or something, mm -hmm. and they ended up like eating it at her first communion. Am I mixing stories up? Am I getting Martha Ray and Madge mixed up again? Because I remember Dorothy was like, that wasn't my communion dinner, was it? It wasn't the, that was the monkey, right? What did they eat? What, what was this animal? Because there was some animal and Dorothy was like, oh God, is that what that dinner was? The chicken. No, it was, it was a flashback. She was, it was not, not a true flashback. She was talking about when she was a kid, how they had no money, so Sophia had to get some mystery meat. It was the monkey, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, oh, so okay. he, he made his family eat monkey? I mean, they ate. <laughs> I 
just feel like, you know, times of that are if you can't apply for your family, you gotta eat monkey. You know, he needed three tens for real. Three tens. He needed more than that. Evidence. <laughs> I mean, maybe there was that was why they had to bring back Fifi's Bornet to taunt Dorothy the monkey revisited. I don't know. But Sal was not that great of a husband. And that was in Brooklyn where they ate the monkey. But Sal never cheated, right? Brooklyn monkey. Well, he did. He, he, he almost cheated on Sophia when she was pregnant with Phil. So it's the Great Depression. Your wife is pregnant. You're making her eat monkeys. And now you're trying to have an affair. And again, it was kind of just like, oh, whatever. No big deal. And I just have a problem with that, honestly. And Sal is just not that great. He was amusing, but he was not a good provider, not a good father. And I think that it's just because of the time. Had that show been one today, none of their husbands would have been acceptable at all. And if we put them all together, I think Dorothy still wins as far as dating. As far as dating. As far as husbands, it definitely would be Rose, for sure. Because Charlie, she was in love with him, and many people say that Betty White was thinking about her late husband. Whenever she talked about Charlie, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. That's Almost makes me want to pass around a little cup of tips to, to really, to really pay homage. Like the scene that everybody hates. It was the first birthday uh, without Charlie. Why do you hate it? It's so sad. Because sad it seems so genuine. I'm only saying that to say because she was thinking about her husband. She was oh yes, yes, beautiful gals. Yeah. Beautiful gals. I think that they need the schmaltz police. That scene kind of dragged on. And it was very depressing. You're talking to your dead husband alone. On, where were her kids? Again, terrible children. You're having your first birthday by yourself after your husband died and your children can't come. I get the role. Yeah, you do, because nobody else is there. You get the whole cake, apparently. Sad, sad. Signing off in a very sad situation. So, well, we, are, we already discussed that. I kind of jumped ahead with Blanche and her slaves. So, <laughs> excuse me for living in Nina Bryant. Can we talk about the LGBT representation? Let's. Thanks for coming. Tell your friends. <laughs> Hope no business cards were left on that table. Because they don't remember our names. So, there was a lot of gay people that came in and out. And a lot? For the time, yes. Okay, time. that's fair. And Stan Zimmerman, who was gay, said that he had to hide it when he was a writer on the show, despite how gay the show was. And Isabel Romero, who now is a trans woman, had not transitioned on the show, and also kind of felt like, you know, she had to hide who she was. Isn't that shocking? And um, Young Dorothy. Yeah, Young Dorothy. Well, she said she didn't feel like she had to hide it, but she was also a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And the gayest show in the world, they felt like they had to hide it. If we look at some of the examples that they had, they were kind of like caricatures, honestly. Anyway, like Coco. the gay the Coco, the the gay houseboy, which is <laughs> That was the, the caterer. The now Coco's lines were cut once they realized how much people like the Sophia character, but I assume a lot of his lines were very sassy. Mm -hmm. And when they had the gay caterer who came back again when they did when Dorothy got married, she was gonna get married to to Stan and he said, Teeny steps were not Godzilla attacking Tokyo. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I have a sensitive assistant and a hundred cheese puffs on the verge of collapse. You know, not all gay people act like that. Mm -hmm. I should know. I see them at the meetings, and they don't. <laughs> Clayton and Doug, I think, were the non-stereotypical. They were just regular people. In life, love. 
yeah, yeah, because they, did, they didn't even realize it. it looks like we're a hit. Uh, I think that those were some good examples of, you know, hey, you know, we're becoming all foreigners. We're just regular people, too. Except we have an agenda. But other than that, we're just like you. And I'm glad that they did have some examples. And they did, you know, like with Blanche and Clayton, to be specific, she showed the real struggle that people often have when it comes to accepting someone for being who they are. And she said, I don't mind Clayton being gay. But does he have to date men? That's kind of a big part of it. I find it to be, right? And it just shows how when people say something is homophobic, they go right to, you know, getting gay bash. You can still be nice and respectable and have problematic opinions, and that can make you a little homophobic because she didn't want him to be who he was. And when you think about the lesbians on the show, other than Pat and Kathy, did we have any? Um, what was Rose's friend? Oh, you mean Jean? Jean. Dorothy's for Jean. How can I forget Jean when I have St. Jean prayer candles on the So Good We Named It Etsy? Please visit And don't just favorite stuff, because then I get the notification and get excited. But that was an example, yes, where they had a lesbian who, again, was like a regular person, but they made it seem like she was a predator. But Rose was afraid to go to sleep. They made it seem like she was a predator. Rose was like, oh my God. I think that was more so Rose being over dramatic to think that somebody's gonna like assault you because they think you look nice. But if you recall, Dorothy's like, oh my God, because the next day when she said that they shared a room, mm -hmm. as if Jean was gonna put some moves on her or something, and she ended up sleeping on the couch mm -hmm. in Rose's room. Thank God she was in Rose's luxurious room with the whole living room set. Right, I, I, I But I think that. The lady that was in San, not San Quentin, was it San Quentin? The yeah, okay. the lady that said, uh, oh, I, I touched her watch. She's, no, I, I was just, don't do that. just so shiny. But she said that she saw Johnny Cash uh, eight times. She was coded as lesbian. So mm, not coded. Assume. Yeah, coded okay. as lesbian. Nice. And again, she's big and butch with a terrible bowl cut. I know that was the style of the time, you know, Molly Ringwall, but I just feel like, you know, they kind of really lean into, lean into that as if you have to be a lesbian to go to prison. Mm. I mean, if you watch Orange is the New Guy, there's a lot of lesbianism, but, you know, you got to make do with what you got, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I don't like how that was portrayed in that instance. But for the time, they were very progressive. For the time, yeah. And it's unfortunate you kind of have to take what you can get sometimes. Mm -hmm. But who's some, who's some other gay people that were on the show other than the image consultants? And if you watch that episode in syndication, they cut out the final scene where either Pat or Kathy came to the house to try to date Blanche. Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm gonna watch that. Lifetime, they just butcher those episodes. <laughs> Television for women mm -hmm. and me. But, <laughs> And they and them. Yes, they and them and in between. Because we're inclusive here at So Good We Named It. The podcast for everybody. See, I see some of you following us right now. So, in addition to the representation of uh, homosexuals, there was a lot of black representation. I can't go on with this charade any longer. We are indeed black. Much like Margot Reese. But if that's a problem for you, we're white. That'll cost you extra. So let's think about the black people we have on the show, okay? Let's start with Margie Reed, played by the late Paula Kelly, okay? Amen. And uh, the Sophia's boyfriend, Alvin. 
He wasn't really her boy. Her she friend, Alvin. Uh, but he was okay. He was okay. I, I liked his representation and his daughter. Mm -hmm. They were, of course, every time a black person was on the show, they had to work into the script as if you don't know. <laughs> but with Margaret, I don't care for the fact that she had the whole mystical Caribbean person doing voodoo with magic and, you know, mm -hmm. child, that was Chanel number five, as yeah. we later learned. But I like that she was at least a lawyer, so it balanced out the fact that they have her scrubbing their toilets and they're calling her, you know, essentially a horrible, lazy maid. Mm -hmm. But at least, you know, they gave her the fact that she was going to law school, so I, I'll allow that one, okay. I suppose. And you said Alvin. Alvin. He didn't even know where he was or who he was, so don't I don't know if we can even really yeah. count him too much. Was he diagnosed? He was sweet. I think he was sweet. Because they shipped him off to uh, live with his son. And then we never mm -hmm. heard from him again. And then we had the guy that was um, running the restaurant. And for those of you listening, we might have covered this before. You can fast forward, it's fine. Okay. But the guy that, has a rest that had a restaurant, and he said, oh, the way you were talking to Jesus, I thought you were family for sure. Ain't that something? You know, <laughs> shut in, John. And he was later homeless in the, the Brother Can You Spare a Jacket, which who watches that episode? Oh, so and don't don't get me wrong, I certainly have a soft spot for the those without homes. I had a nonprofit raise almost fifteen thousand dollars to make little packages something. for the homeless. Yeah. Yes, shout out to a little something. You might have seen me on Windy City Live. Shout out to Val Warren and Ryan Shiverini. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I want to see a whole episode about it COVID girls, okay? I'm here to laugh. Like what if I was really going through something? And I was watching that episode and sure I feel like sitting you, on the If edge. you were really going through something, you probably wouldn't watch me go through. Yeah. It makes me feel better. It's my, did you say it's your comfort show? It is. It's my comfort show, especially with the edible. Everything is hilarious. <laughs> I don't care how many times I've seen it. It's legal. Any edible fans? Um, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the show. Right. But who else did they have? There was black people at Kate's wedding. Who the heck were they? They didn't have any lines. They were just throwing their rice saying, be happy, be happy. <laughs> Who else was it? I think that was the guy. No, it wasn't it. They had the Tiny Tim guy who played. He played the. He played the ukulele, similar to the performer that went by the name Tiny Tim for you kids out there. I'm actually 50. Black just don't crack here. So they had him. So there's little bit parts here. There were nobody of real significance. Nobody that had a real story. Right. I'm not You know the Kaizen guy. Mm -hmm. So they had a little sprinkle in, but it would have been nicer to see more black people. I mean, we had Lorraine with her sister, her aunts, mm -hmm. but it would be nice to just see a little more. Kind of like friends. But like friends, I know you're seeing some black people no. somewhere. Like, why are there never any black people anywhere on the show? There's no black people in Miami? Can somebody Google that? What the black population was in Miami in the 80s? I mean, probably the like times that we were in that what they had. I mean, again, I'm glad that they at least included us, because a lot of shows just wiped us from existence. But I just wish they'd been a little more mindful with their portrayals, because stereotyping is not okay. Especially when humans. They, yeah, have not a human hands, <laughs> have not a human eyes. Who later, he came back, Kid Pepe, as Enrique Mas. Like to get the ages, the ages job. Yeah, the ages job. They didn't want to hire her. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, she had no experience and she was like 60, so <laughs> you're not going to see that. But the representation as far as the other demographics was not any better, so I guess right. we should be mad we got that. It was, you know, a punchline. Especially the Asians, yeah. you know? You yeah. were on our show about Asian representation. 
And, and you, you know, you, you pointed that out. Like um, the guy, I am Jim Shoe. Mm. Rude. Jim the class. Rude. rude. I don't think I can drink that much sake. Is that all they drink? And then he was one of Benny Hanna's. Like they just kept, you know, you know with the Asian references. And then the guy that was going to buy the house that we could stack VCRs up to the ceiling. Problematic. Mm. But we are looking at this through a 2023 lens, you know. Everything now is a little more conscious. So we yeah. appreciate the show for what it was at that time and still point out a few things as well, you know. Mm. But. We also have one here. We want to go over, you know, some of the some of the hit songs are so touchy, so touchy. That's okay. Like Dorothy, if you watch the show, she's always grabbing. It's the cat suit. It's the cat suit. It is. It's the cat suit. The shoulder pants and the shoulder. Yeah, hit it with the shoulder. They had a lot of musical moments on the show, and uh, you know, maybe we can we can close out here with with. With a little music. We're not done, but you know, if you listen to the show, we like to banter after. You didn't even practice the choreography. Okay, so everybody's gonna get up, just kidding. But <laughs> there's some musical selections, and any fans of the show, I really hope you, you look so neglected. Let me come over here to you guys. I'm going to sign not too close. Here. Okay. <laughs> you know, the feedback. I'm not Janet Jackson. So it's smoking up in here. Uh, one of my favorites. Mm. We don't have the rights to this, by the way. So uh, if mm. you're listening, Miami, you know, New York style. Yeah. I'm not a singer. Be flat. Yeah. <laughs> Hit it, Rose. <laughs> Tickle the ivories. Play your Want to come up? Oh, you, you can't move I'm, too much. You're corded. I'm wired. You look like a singer. Yeah, real quiet, real, real quiet. I don't like that audience participation. I know. Where's our piano player? Miami, Miami, you got style. Blue sky, sunshine, white sand by the mile. Do you live in this town? Come on, what? Oh. Are we done? Is that it? Is that it? I'm you up for You're my hype man? Yeah. Moving on, what's the next song? Miami is nice. So I'll say it twice. Who the hell says thrice? Mm -hmm. It's a word. <laughs> Miami, you're cuter than. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, on our most recent episode of So Good We Named It, episode 72, now streaming. Follow us on all platforms and give us a rating and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Because let me tell y'all what these people did. Okay? Mm, what they do? Review. What they do? They gave us a bunch of one-star ratings. Oh, mm. So, so y'all remember City Bike Karen? Remember that? I spoke out about it on, on the Twitter. Mm -hmm. And you speak out about a lot of things. Yeah, and people always think that you're the one behind the account. So you're, you're getting cussed out left and right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. But I just made a comment about it, and then they started blowing up the, uh, the thing, saying that we're spreading misinformation mm -hmm. about this woman. So offset those ratings, please, with true ratings. Now, right. Somebody gave us a four. Because and they couldn't hear. She said, I love this show, it's amazing, but I have a little trouble hearing you. Can y'all, y'all listen. Can you hear us good on the show, Johanna and Michelle? It's, it's, it's improved in a few nights. Do we need to get See, mics? she said it's improved. It's improved. So it has That's what I thought. But all, that means we can't hear us. Right. So maybe she, she Maybe you need to turn your hearing aid up so no, you can hear us very great things. And water here. here. Yeah, the early episodes we didn't hit it. It was just this is what it is. Yeah. So maybe she's in the beginning. Yeah. Barbara Thorndike wasn't her like 
speakerphone. Yeah, because she, she, she couldn't she couldn't get with the, the, the zoom, zoom and all that. So if anybody else can hear us, let us know because we can get some. And yeah, we won't cuss you out. Cause Cause you you say, what you say? Yeah. Okay, so donate so we can get some podcast mics. Because we don't get paid, but we get paid for this. I check here too. I check, I check that direct deposit. Hey man, shout out to Bucket Listers. Shout out to But we don't have, you know, we don't have any endorsements. Come on, Tiny Tim, walk around with the little cup for So maybe we need to get some. I had a podcast mic and I got rid of it. I think I donated it. I have one. Okay, well, we're gonna work on that. Oh, no, 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 you should get you one because I have one for me. Okay, so Kay's gonna give me hers <laughs> so that you all can buy her one. Mm. Okay, does that sound good? Mm. All right, so moving on here. <laughs> we have the I Got You Babe. Oh, yeah. They say we're young and we don't yeah. know. They won't you, find out. Look here, I said I wasn't no singer <laughs> and ain't nobody else doing it so I can't harmonize. See how, see what we I was trying to melody, be melodic, but you ain't picking the right key. What is it then, songstress? Do we need a song? B flat. Okay, don't worry about it. Next. I want to be loved by you. Remember, I'm on top of that. Go ahead, take it away. I ain't getting on top of the song. And nobody else but you. My shoes are not going to fly off like that. Don't worry. They had a lot, a lot of musical moments. It's a very musical show, probably. Very. And then we also have the Art of Hannah, the Vamp of Savannah G. The Arthur really loved that song. She sang it on Mod. She sang it on a variety show. Like that was just really her, just her anthem. Apparently, shout out to the Arthur. I never got to meet her, but I do have some signed memorabilia from her, so I'm just that much closer. So we also I am the Wolf. Boom boom, the big bad Wolf. So good, you say we named it. So good, we named it. So good, we named it. Y'all like that, but didn't you? <laughs> What's up when they? Oh, my beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. Think gold whenever you like it. It's not bitter, not sweet. It's the extra dry rhino. Won't you try extra dry rhino? Before your time, before your time, I guess. All right, moving on. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to okay. have to add in some laugh tracks or something because okay. y'all are dead tonight, honey. Okay. Over there. Over there. Over there. Over there. Over there. Send the word. Send the word. Over there. Yeah. All that right, moving on. Okay. Mr. Sandman. Yes. Bring me a dream. Boom, 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 boom. in the cutest man I've ever seen. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Come on. Okay, moving on. And then Henny Penny. Henny Penny. Help. The outlook is drear. Help. The end is near. She didn't come to her, so she didn't come to her. It's the sky is falling. I'm doing a party. I love the little dance. I'm wired. I can't do the. Excuses. Excuses. True professional can do it. I'm wired. But yes. We're pretty much, you know, at the end of the show here. It went by so fast. It did, it right. did. You know, it's, it's so nice of you all to come out. We have a huge crowd for anyone that's listening. A thousand people, a thousand people. Standing room only. They had to block off the street in order to get people in here. Oh, you know, police escort to I know, I know. Yeah. 
never sure we were gonna make it. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. It was, it was, it was rough. We, we came through. But we're here. We're here. Through here. Mm-hmm. And and how does it feel, okay? You know, it feels surreal because mm-hmm. when we started this podcast mm-hmm. a year ago, um, two years ago, two years ago, I've never. It's been two years. Shut up. I never thought we'd be doing stuff like this and be here. So it's really surreal, and I feel really grateful and appreciative. And where do where do we go from here? We've done literally everything. It was a show. If anybody's listening, yeah, it didn't have to be about going. Anybody has any connections? Forget the show. We'll do whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah, we. You know, we're like the black uh, Cameroonian Regis, pretty much. I like that. That's how I refer I to us. Uh, shout out to Regis, who wants to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. But I think that it is, it is definitely like hard to wrap my mind around because yeah. those that know me know that I love the Golden Girls since I was a wee lad. I had my homemade Golden Girls posters when I was 12 because you couldn't find them then as mm-hmm. them myself. So to be able to be at Golden Con and Golden Girls Kitchen and interacting with people from the show. Like they know me. Like Cindy Fee, who sings the Golden Girls theme song, came up to me at Golden Con because she remembered us. And it's just nice to be part of the Golden Verse, forever cemented in history. Like so many others that are so important they need not be named. Right. So it is very lovely and we do appreciate it. I would have done it for free because the check already cleared. But you know, it's just very nice and I really You've been quiet. Yes, and only some tips come. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you for listening. And as we always say, Since we're together. We're together. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Thank, thank you, you for being a friend. Why are you talking slowly? Oh yeah. There's usually a delay because we're not in person. So thank I you all for coming out. Thank you for listening, and thank, thank you, you so for being a friend. So this is the part of the show where we just talk about what we want. Yeah. It's after the credits, which people sometimes they, they just cut it off because the credits come No, on. it's like the Marvel movies where you wait till the end and they tell you about the next movie. We just talk like about it. Like you're looking at the, if you're watching the progress bar on your screen, there's mm-hmm. like 40 more minutes left. So why would you cut it off? Because maybe they're not paying attention. But this is the part of the show. After the show, we just talk about whatever we want. Yeah, like Oprah after the show. Mm-hmm. Oprah, if you're listening. Come on the show sometime. Or have us on your show. Yeah, that probably be better. Yeah. We can yeah. be on Super Soul Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Harry and Megan, uh, they did their little interview. She can interview us, right? Okay, I'm down for it. Because we're going to blow up. We are. And you're going to say you knew what's when. I'm going to say, who? Security. So you better <laughs> soak this up while you can. Mm-hmm. Okay? I feel like we're yeah. destined for stardom. Since the day I was born, I knew I was destined to be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Louise Reed, who's almost like 90, mm-hmm. a friend of my grandmother's, who has always said that was I would she? be a millionaire. She said she always knew that. So I feel like okay. it's, it's coming. But we don't do it for the money. We don't. We don't do it for that. What do we do it for? Nice. What do we do? We do it for this, for these right. human interactions. These intimate things. The most intimate, some might say. We do it for the, the bond, for the connection, mm-hmm. and for the fun. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so many things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like hopefully someday we'll be able to do something with it. If not, this will say, hey, remember when people used to pay us to do stuff and they cared about us? Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're going to put that out. We're going to put that just like I spoke my husband into existence. I really did. Amen. Since you haven't listened to the show, these are my two friends over here. Right. I just did all of their things. Love them. What are your names? Barbara. 
You look like a barber too. Don't you look like a barber? Yes. And what's your name? Bonnie and Barbara. Just like Bonnie Bartlett, who played Barbara Thorndike. See, there's a connection there. Just like Rosa's Rain Wallpaper Paste. There's a connection. Uh, Bonnie and Barbara, thank Bonnie. you for coming out. Like a rabbit. Bunny! Bunny, like even better, Bunny! Do you collect rabbits? Oh, do you collect like little rabbit figures and stuff like that? There you go. My body lies over the ocean. My body lies over the sea. They don't know that song. That's fine. But hopefully you enjoyed it. I'm sure you didn't sign up for all this. But hopefully you got something out of it. Everybody, it's been a great year with this lovely audience and their participation. What is it about the Golden Girls that, that you love? that's kept you here all these years later? Oh, just their personalities, and they make you laugh. I watch them every night, not till one in the morning. I just keep going to bed. Everybody you know says that. I put them on at nine at night, and I just keep watching and watching. They're great. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're funny. That's the main thing. That's yeah. yeah. Exactly. And a lot of people say that they watch it every night before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't do that. I, I'm not a, like a TV watcher before bed. I'm not somebody that drifts off. I'm just like, time to go to sleep. Right. And then I go to sleep. Yes. Power down. Um, but I do like to watch it on a regular basis. I've got my husband into it. He's like, oh, well, I got one episode in me tonight. <laughs> and he really just be cracking up because he's never seen a lot of these. So I'm like, yes, come over to the dark side. I try to, you know, recruit basically, because it's like a cult, a little bit. True that, true. That. We I sprinkle those in too as well. Were you a golden kind? No. no. Uh -uh. And when you're talking about Golden Palace, I never even knew about it. A lot of people didn't know. I think that's why they didn't do well, because people just didn't know about it. Because back then all you had was a TV guy. And if they don't explain what it is, how are you supposed to know that? Exactly. Like, if you just look at it, it says Golden Palace. You know, how many years there. after the Golden Girls ended, did Golden Palace start? It was immediate. It was right after. What? That was terrible marketing. Yeah. And it awful. Was, you couldn't watch it anywhere. Ooh. Is Blanche here? I hear whipped cream in the back. <laughs> but I found out about it, and it was on YouTube, and then they put it on Lifetime for a little bit, mm -hmm. for like a little run, but then it disappeared, and then when Betty passed, one of the yeah. then they put it on Hulu, so I was able to relive it. And I don't like a little reclipped when I'm watching it, because I always think of what could have been, how it could have really gone on, and they just didn't give it a shot. And I'm like, dang, I didn't even let them do it. But you know, at least we got that. 24 episodes. We didn't get to see Don Cheadle without a shirt. True, we did Look see a, a young Don Cheadle without a shirt on. Did he even have abs? Yes, yes he did. Yes he did. Point me in the direction of that. Yeah, but you could eat breakfast off of it. Five that could crack walnuts. Blanche's words, not mine. But I think, you know, everybody has their own reason why they like it. We, you know, we like to laugh. Do you like to go to girls or are you just here as an employee only? You like it? Okay. See, everybody likes it. Who doesn't? I y'all probably. But you probably just never gotten to watch. Did you like it? You like Golden Girls? You never seen it? Uh, the security's still in the building to escort someone out. Essence, have you ever seen a Golden Girls? Clips. Just say yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're recruiting new fans because the show's been on for years. 
I didn't watch it with my grandma like everybody else. I did. I, did. I was well, so little. Mm -hmm. um, I just watched. I remember my grandmother watching MTS, but that's about it. They mainly watch their stories. Mm -hmm. But I remember, for those that don't know, we have the show. I watched Mama's Family because I wasn't allowed to watch regular shows because they were not appropriate. So I had to watch Nick at Night and stuff. Yeah. So I saw Mama's Family, and then when I saw Golden Girls, I was like, oh, that's my friend, that's Ellen, and that kind of sucked me in. And it was on six times a day. So it was kind of hard to miss it. And then I just, I don't know what it is. It just, everything about it. Like, look at that. How cute is that? So Thea in her little Robin Hood outfit. She really reminds me of my grandmother. You know my grandmother. Then she kind of reminds me of her. So it was just like extra grandmas, you know, through the TV. And a, a good laugh every now and then. You like a good laugh, right? You never met her. That's Essence's sister. No, you we the golden She was there, wasn't yes. she? I blocked a lot of golden time out <laughs> because yes. I was like I didn't sit down for three straight days. Mm -hmm. So I was just moving and I like I met Michelle and I forgot that I met her. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh were you there? She's like in a whole conversation. But it, it just took a lot out of me. Mm -hmm. really did. Very fun though. You get to meet people in, in, in person. It's very weird to see people that you watch on TV this close. Yeah. I met Ruma Clinton too before she passed. Mm -hmm. And I was put your arm up real quick. I was doing this. I said, look, I was with my friend Smith. I'm touching Ruma Clinton's sleeve. Real creepy. Okay. <laughs> Not appropriate at all. She kind of just like gently. Okay. And I made her a scrapbook full of pictures of me and her. And I got the nerve to say, they're like serial killers. I, I would like to think that she kept it and her last breath was keeping us. <laughs> That's what I would like to think. Because I put a lot into that. I have mm -hmm. I had a Golden Girls custom hoodie. Mm -hmm. I had I love Rue painted on my face. You know, I'm saying this out loud. It sounds, sounds a bit much. Mm -hmm. But it was at the Borders downtown. I remember Borders. And she had a book signing. My first five husbands and the ones that got away. Mm -hmm. I've never read it because <laughs> I wanted to stay in good condition, you know. And it was just a magical moment to be able to interact with her, not knowing, you know, over a decade later I'd be doing this. Mm -hmm. They're about to close this. Can I have this stuff? <laughs> like, I think it, it, this is like the last week is coming up. So, what are they going to do with this stuff? I don't know. You should ask them all this. Where's the manager? <laughs> Not to be a Karen. And this is why it's food down. What did you possibly want? Oh my God. So, at Golden Con, I was helping myself. I was like, yes. he sold right. the signs that they had posted. I asked. I asked, I okay. I asked, like, you don't want this, right? Oh I can have God. this, right? Everything. When I was on Way to City Live, I took the mug. What do they need it for? Mm -hmm. I just like mementos, you know? Yeah. So, mementos, the fresh maker. Mm -hmm. But I think they're about to put this out. They're getting dressed. They're waiting for us to say we're done. For those of you that don't know, I know you can't see me, but, you know, I like to, to model. The Golden Girls Kitchen is a live experience where you can pretend that you're in Blanche's home. You can even put in a toilet if you would like. They have the window, they have a nice little cottage here. They have Blanche's bedroom. I'm gonna go over here. Y'all don't need to see Okay, they have Blanche's bedroom. They have Blanche's bedroom with a nice what are they gonna do with this bedspread? I mean, they don't need it. They have Blanche's room. If you go upstairs, you have the Lanai. They have a nice little bar on this side. Lots of free hand sanitizer. Let me get a few pumps for this. I'm just gonna clean the whole thing over here. That's dope. You're gonna have to wash your hands. 
It's so, okay, you can't use it. Yeah, you can't use it. She, tried, she told me to take it. I told her no. <laughs> but for those of you that have not been here, mm -hmm. come to the Golden Girls Kitchen. Tell them we sent you. Maybe don't say that. Yeah, actually, don't, don't tell them we actually, sent you, don't actually. Don't say that. And use promo code so good we named it at checkout for 0% off. Yeah. <laughs> but you can recreate a lot of magical moments from the show. They have the phone. They do have the phone. Mm -hmm. uh, does it come off the hook? It does. I'm scared to go over there because my mic. It does. But I think, oh, it, I think I that's like not good. Yeah, because we used it when we came before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have a little backdrop. They have cheesecake. The food was good. Y'all like the food? The food was good, actually. It was. And I'm not just saying that. If I didn't like it. I would definitely not that. just say that. It was Okay. I was, was pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. And they got good drinks, very heavy handed bartender, too. Yeah, that's a rusty anchor. <laughs> you know, clearly, you know, I enjoyed my beverage. But come on down to the bucket listers. Okay, that means <laughs> last call. Last call. <laughs> bucket listers, Golden Rose Kitchen, thank you for hosting us. We yes. do appreciate it. Yes. yes. And uh, as we close out with the benediction, um, <laughs> just to let you all know that you can follow So Good We Named. I don't know if I mentioned it, but we do have a podcast. We have social media. Did you want a business card? Let me get my pocketbook. I'm going to get you after the show. Okay. Follow us on all social media. Tweet us, Instagram us. Don't, don't inbox us unless it's you know, necessary because I'm going to miss it. And yeah, just listen to the show. Have a golden, a golden day. Yeah, the most golden of days. Thank you, and good night. Yeah, thank you. And thank you to Johanna for her participation. And thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. podcast babe because a day without so good we named it is unnecessary and don't forget to give us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and make sure you follow us on all social media at so good we named it facebook tiktok instagram twitter we're everywhere and check out the so good we named it etsy for amazing deals that you can't find anywhere not even neiman marcus ladies apparel third floor thank you for listening and as always thank you for being a friend